You're listening to the PBE Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Spotify, Pocket Casts, Anchor, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. You don't want to miss any great audio content from the pro baseball experience. Now let's get on with today's show. Season 38, episode 2 of the Dillo Den. We have another guest speaker here, Josh DeMars. Uh, the John. No, John Franklin. Franklin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Was John. One of them first names. Yeah, so we got DeMars here. I'll just go with that. Um, and uh, we're starting off this season uh, basically where we were last time when we spoke to Wheeler. Uh, we're in last in the West. But uh, things are looking up for the Dillos. We're kind of finally starting to get away from our zero win, uh, our zero win Sims, and starting to go 500 or a little bit better. We're creeping into the playoffs, maybe here and there. We're nine games behind right now. Uh, but right now, we I want to introduce uh, introduce again, uh, Demars, and uh, I guess your story before the PBE and how did you get into the PBE and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me on tonight. Um, yeah. So I originally joined in season eight, and it was right after the uh, the draft had happened. So I was like a, a waiver pickup, and I've max earned like for my whole first season, and um, ended up being the first ever uh, Space Rangers draft pick. That was with my first player, John Demars. Um, and then went from there and uh, was general manager like of, of the Anchorage Wheelers for a few seasons. And we won a championship back in season 11 like that nice. and kind of played out and had a lot of fun. That was one of the places I had the most fun was as a general manager, but uh, eventually retired that player so that I could uh, make a relief pitcher. That was Phil Graves and he played for the Voyagers. Um, that was when he was a uh, reliever that threw you know 99 to 101 so that was pretty fun just like a pure fireballer uh and then retired him and went away for a couple of years like i uh, uh was mostly focused just like on work and family and kind of put pbe aside but knew that i'd make another player eventually and i just did that um not too long ago you know so this is my second season here with the dillos and um really enjoying that you know and enjoying the having a great season so far yeah, you're having a heck of a season. Um, I would say the MVP front runner right now. Um, so that would explain why you got drafted by the Voyagers and stuff, since you have history with them. I didn't know this was your third create, actually. I thought this was your second. Oh, yeah. No, uh, originally season eight. This is my, my third guy now. So I went John DeMars and then Phil Graves and then back to um, Franklin DeMars. Who did uh, John 
play for. Uh, uh, Space Rangers for okay, whole sorry. Career. Yeah, yep. and then the Voyagers the whole period for your second. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That was okay. with my reliever, Phil Graves, and. Okay, um, so I guess for tomorrow's your current season, um, uh, I guess go go ahead and give us a rundown of how you're feeling. And I, I mean, you clearly know how to build a player and stuff like that. Um, what were you aiming for your your player to to be like? Was, were you expecting him to be this good? I guess. Well, I mean, nobody could really, nobody would ever really expect that because it's really in two parts or three parts really like you got to earn the tpe first you know and do all your writing and everything like that and then you have to spend it wisely right with your build and you know have a good build and then third you do have to get pretty lucky to have the kind of season that i'm having right now um so it's you know it was part of the plan was to go at high contact and in my out of the park experience that's what leads you know to a player's success a lot of the time is focusing on contact and the elements that go into that, that'd be your, you know, your babip, your power, and to a lesser extent, avoid K. Uh, but just building the player out, um, making sure to earn all those TPE, and then um, getting lucky, you know, to be leading for a triple crown right now is kind of crazy, and then just winning home run derby two days ago. Yeah, that's the other thing I want to talk about. Uh, the all-star game and the home run derby. Um, I mean, clearly you knew you are going to be select and stuff you guys both have done something that i still have never done i've never been a part of a minor leagues mob uh all-star or anything uh majors either um how's it feel to be an all-star and how's it feel to win the home run derby the first really ever great. minor yeah yeah that was kind of a surprise wasn't it i mean i yeah. saw the um all-star selection so had that last year too so it's a two two-time all-star for for franklin and then, um, you know, betting on the home run derby with everybody else and then hearing the announcement, hey, there's going to be a minors one and hey, you're going to be in it and then go and win <laughs> it. You know, that's like, that was a pretty fun day. Yeah. And you took down Josh the Jew or your counterpart. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's serious competition. He's got a great build um, as well. Um, I think he'll pick up at the end of the season and have an even better one. I mean, he's having a great season. He's hitting over 300, almost two war, 15 home runs, like really great season. Uh, but I think that's going to pick up even more because he does have such a great build. Yeah, he's having a heck of a season, and he definitely adds to the offense for the Dillos. The one thing <clears throat> that I think we're struggling at right now is our pitching staff and stuff like that. Um, I guess what we're going to lead to is that Zodiac.exe is also in this podcast. Been very quiet so far, just introducing to Mars, but uh, – do you got an update for the Dillos there? Or even, I mean, we'll talk about, how about we go Dillos first, and then we'll talk about your lovely Toros after that. Yeah, the longer I can delay talking about our major league teams, the better, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like you said, the Dillos are currently sitting bottom of the table right now in both the West and in the wild card. Although the Wheelers are on the same record as us, so... You know, it's it's very close. We're nine games back from the Hepcats in the lead, and we're four games back from a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's kind of been a rough go on pitching, specifically for, you know, players like Geronimo Veshkin and Wayne Wheeler. Uh, and part of that is down to maybe we're leaving them out a little too long, and some of it's down to our defense is a little weak. Uh, but, you know, hitting has been great. Obviously, Franklin DeMars is an MVP frontrunner right now. 
Uh, my own player, Zodiac Blue Sky, is still hitting fairly well. Uh, and actually, to go back to Franklin DeMars for a second, under who's hot on the index, uh, it's amazing stats over the last 19 games, which is a little insane. Uh, but yeah, other players, uh, obviously, Judah the Jew, uh should be picking up and even 1.9 war is still very good and he'll pick it up uh jake mitchell's been doing well uh paul schuldner had a very good sim today and has been doing well and of course uh one of our new pickups uh adalbert steiner he's you know he's was off to a bit of a slow start but he's picking it up a little bit yeah hitting 280 i mean to for a mid-season pickup that's awesome for sure that's great, actually. Yeah, I think uh, all three of us are have something in common here. We're all picked up off of waivers. We never did the minor draft because I was uh, picked up also off of waivers. Honestly, I kind of regret that. I know. I, I, I would. I would have liked to be scouted, <laughs> but hey, yep. maybe if I was scouted and went to the draft, I wouldn't be a Dillo. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, with a, this player, yeah. with this player, I did. You guys um, did draft me season uh, at the beginning of last season. Oh right, yeah. I guess. By the way, I want to bring this up. How did we get you at 17 overall? From going inactive before and then just quietly coming back and not really saying anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. You should do that for now on and then we'll just we'll talk about that for the dillos. I I knew coming back that that was going to affect my draft stock, but I didn't really care because I had my build plan and everything. And okay. I was like, where wherever I go, I go, you know. And I had um, gone inactive on New York, and I was like, that was my pick, but I was like, they're not going to pick me again, you know, after that time. And, and they did. We had a good talk about it. And I was like, hey, you know, here's why I left and blah, 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 blah. And I'm back and, you know, take a chance if you want to. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I definitely liked our, I spoke to you before the draft. Uh, I definitely liked our conversation and stuff like that and sugarcoated it with uh, you being from Seattle also. So South yeah, Seattle, right? Go Mariners. Go Mariners. Yeah. Yeah. Go Mariners for all that some stuff. reason, we keep drafting the people from Seattle. <laughs> That's awesome. The locker room is awesome for that reason. <laughs> exactly. That There's is true. A bunch of junior gifts. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so what else? Uh, so we got the all-star game, all that stuff. I guess I'll do an update from, oh, you know what? No, let's go back to the Toros. Yeah, uh, I was hoping you'd uh, forgotten. Audit's question here, uh, after today's sim, which, by the way, uh, I think you guys gave up double-digit scores on every single one of your games in this uh, sim today. Yeah, uh, Yeah, that'd be correct. Yeah, will you guys win another game? And if so, when will it be, sir? Uh, we will win another game. <clears throat> uh, the Twitchy is already on trying to fix what happened with the pitching situation, which started going wrong immediately after the All-Star break. Uh, game one back from the All-Star break. Uh, or no, not game one, game two, game three. That's the one. That's the word I was looking for. 14 innings? Yeah, 14 inning, innings against the Rougarous. And then the very next day, we went 12 innings against the Rougarous. Yeah, that'll tax your pen. 
And then from there, it was just a slow decline into, oh, we have to use our entire pen again, so they're gassed. Oh, we have to use our entire pen again, so they're gassed. Oh, the pen is too gassed to keep pitching. We have to put a starter in relief. Now we have to put two starters in relief. And it all culminated in every single pitcher went out and pitched in one game. We'll continue to do so until until King Coon can get more pitchers. You guys are sitting there waving the white flag, hoping for another all-star break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we get a redo? You guys have a, a, luckily you have the next day off here and then you go back at it. But yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, what's the future of the Toros look like? I know that you've talked about the future and how it looks bright and stuff like that, but man, I, I, d- I do like your Dion pickup. I do like the the other pickups that you, especially the draft that you guys had. Have they? Are you guys in the? Are you in the war room by any chance for the Toros? Yes, I am. What a, I mean, without giving up any of their, you know, strategy and stuff like that. I don't want to hear that. But what are you guys looking for for next season, position wise and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, next season. Well, next season we're not going to be starting a guy who isn't a catcher at catcher. Right. Because blue sky's going up. It's real. I mean, we're calling a bunch of people up. Uh, Twitchy's players going up. Uh, Nipper Six player Ike Sampson for pitching. He's going up. Uh, and really, it's just, you know, filling out whatever holes are left for, you know, the future roster. Yeah. Um, Josh. I can't stop looking at your guys' stats. It just <laughs> it cracks me up. Um, Demars, uh, I wanted to talk to you about staying down for another season. Please, God, please, God, please, God. <laughs> um, but I know, I think, I know the answer is, uh, does New York have a plan for you and stuff like that? I'm not sure how much of it they would um, want me to talk about, but I, I can only guess and i don't know for sure that's the other piece um right i can only guess that i'm probably this might be my last minor season i would definitely be down to stay and you know see a lot of these um, rookies kind of cap out on their tp and see us really start to um, win a lot more games i'd love to be you know a part of that for next season but i don't you know a that's not really up to me and b right. i don't think it's probably going to happen anyway yeah so last season we went Pretty heavy on uh, offense-wise by drafting the Jew and then and then you and also getting um, Mitchell and then this uh, this last draft we went pitching heavy. I think uh, the following the next draft we're gonna have to try find some kind of in between or something like that. There's Zodiac. Yeah, we'll have to find some in between with our uh, one draft pick. <laughs> <laughs> You know no, we make no, trades. We'll, we'll we'll wheel and deal. We'll turn it into more. We always even, do that. Even if even if it has to be more like a season down the line. Exactly. Um. All right. I will do my update. Uh, I per- personally wrote why do uh, why do you suck ass this season, Zook? Um. I don't know what the hell's going on. Apparently, if you add TPE in this, uh, you get worse. And Cookie Monster can attest to that. And in some cases, I guess uh, some other minor or major players could attest to that. But uh, I was hoping for my first ever All-Star game. 
And then uh, I went on a complete L trip of just giving up earn runs after earn runs. I had twice I went in for zero run, zero innings pitched and gave up three earned runs. I've been getting shelled this season, and I have no idea why. But then again, I don't really care, especially if the Nashville Stars are sitting at 41-25, which is the third best record in the majors, second best in the champions. If it gets us to the playoffs again and a possible World Series berth again, I can't really complain. So that's my little update. That's all I want to say. Yeah, that offense is crazy. The offense is crazy. B-Fry's having an MVP-type kind of season. Escalito's picking it up. Um, I know for sure that Billy Nelson's going to come around, uh, and Michael Williams is having his normal veteran season. Um, Cookie Monster, I feel like, is going to start picking it up a little bit. He's batting two thirty-five, but uh, yeah, this this uh, this offense is basically keeping us in this. And pitching really can't be that big. I mean, you got Glenn Allen mixing and Parker Parton pitching. You're not going to have a problem. And you picked up Apollo Somerville from from the surge, I believe. So yeah, and even and that's an offense that's amazing. Even after. Uh, having to release Javithany Brizzo. I know. Yeah, we got rid of Brizzo. Tearing uh, it up. I believe that's unconfidence player who he retired and is retiring at the end of the season. He's still, like, getting 1.6 war with the Makos. I know. He's killing it. He's batting two holes and stuff like that. I think he's leading the team in home runs, too. Uh, that's the other thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, and I never knew you could do this, you could basically retire your player but you can't add any TPE to him. You can start another player. Yeah. Okay. I had no idea. So I was sitting there. I'm like, how is I'm confident I have two players? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. oh, in the first one, they leave in the game. Yeah. So they leave your major player in. So unconfident is, I think, the uh, Swift Steeds GM. He has his uh, majors player, Jim Fifthney Brizzo. And he also made a rookie, uh, Jose, 43 and a third or a quarter. I don't, I don't know which one. One of, one, one of those numbers. One of those things. Uh, and apparently he's adding TP to his rookie. And if Javithany Brizzo is just sitting out there basically to rot, but he's having a hell of a year. He's hitting like 291 or something like that with a plus two war. And yeah, he's. With he nobody at the a, wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With nobody at the wheel. So it's just sitting there stagnant. I don't know. Never knew that. Yeah, I never knew you could do that either. Um, crazy stat, Zodiac. You have 90 hits. Do you know that 80 of them are singles? I knew I was leading in singles. I just I just didn't know exactly what percentage I was hitting that were singles. Yeah, 80 of them are singles. That's crazy. Um, let me you, see. You know, get on base. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So you got any way of uh, getting money there to Mars? Besides, are you writing any articles or anything like that? I haven't done much writing. Um, I was on the uh, Voyagers podcast as well, so just kind of banking on that and then doing random stuff. Um, I've had a lot of fun, you know, on the last podcast and this one, so I'll probably like try and go find some more of that. Um, eventually, write some articles and stuff. I just been kind of putting it off. I won out my fantasy league, so that was cool. Nice. And just kind of nickel and diamond around, and that's more than paid for all my equipment and everything. So just kind of having fun with it. 
Yeah, I think I finished second. My my fantasy this year is going to suck because I have Bazooka Joe and I picked up uh, Dustin Johnson, who was triple clown last year, and this year I think he's hitting barely above 200 or something like that. Yeah, another player who uh, has no one at the wheel. Right, yeah. He also retired, and now he has Crab and DePotson, who's our reliever. Um, gosh, I guess I'm looking at the relief pitching. Uh, what what waiver war, uh, order are we now after picking up uh, our main man there? Oh, uh, seven or eight without looking. I don't think we're going to get another one until the draft. Yeah, it, we need a designer. bunch this week, and at that point, most people are just going to wait till the trade deadline. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, what do you think, record-wise? Do the Dillas need to finish here to to possibly sneak into the playoffs, Zodiac? Um, I'm thinking we need to crawl our way like back close to or just above 500. So like 54, 55 wins. With enough chaos, we could sneak in with like 52, 53, but we need we need a lot to go right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're kind of we're underperforming the Pythagorean by three, and then we've got what they're not accounting for is active pitchers who are you know earning really fast, uh, and a bunch of the rookies, you know. That's what I keep crossing my finger about <clears throat> is that our starting pitchers are all basically earning. So I'm hoping that if we sneak into the playoffs. We might be able to do some damage there and and uh maybe push for for something more than just a, a first round exit. And um, I think their their builds are better than than their performance is showing right now. So I think that they could pick up late season and do you know really, really well. Where we've got like Ovechkin with a kind of high I ERA, but is really, really good. Yeah. Who would you uh who would you think offensively needs to step up at the second half of the season for us to have a chance besides yourself? Everyone, everyone, I think. Yeah. I'm thinking Jake Mitchell. I know he's hitting too far. Yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's had a bit of a slump. The, I mean, one of the, one of the main reasons we have him at second in the order is because he's got a very good, he's, he's got a good OBP. Mm-hmm. But maybe not necessarily the power or the the average to like like generate more RBIs. Yeah, he is leading our team in walks. He's got forty one walks. Uh, that's for three seventy one on base percent. I mean, he has forty six walks. Jake Mitchell. Jake Mitchell forty six. Oh, it's showing me forty one in the file right now. That's weird. Oh yeah, he has forty six and a three fifty nine on base percentage. 34 strikeouts. Wow. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And that, and that file would be from yesterday. I don't think an updated one for today's come out um, yet. Yeah. I'm looking at the index. So, <clears throat> oh, yeah, I just grabbed the last file. The way that he's, uh, he can get on base and stuff. I don't blame you for that. And him tool, actually. That's a pretty nice pickup. Um, I'm waiting for yeah, the go. I, the other option there might be, would be like, Albert Steiner, if his OBP comes way up, like I sort of expect it will, because he invested so much in high. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, he's sitting at 15 walks and 19 Ks, which also isn't that bad. I mean, if you're right around 
teetering and tottering right around the, the same thing. Like, I mean, you're sitting at 28 walks, 43 Ks, which also isn't bad. I guess Sant. Oh man, I'm waiting on Sandshrew, dude, the goat to come through, man. Sandshrew's had a couple of like standout performances that I feel like are sticking a lot in our minds. Yeah. Like, like say a walk off home run against the Lemurs in our last game. Oh yeah. But then you look at the rest of their games and you're just like, huh. There's nothing else to write about. Yeah. There is like one hit in a few games. But he's uh, staying afloat uh, defensively, which is huge for us, you know. That well, is, that's, that's the, the only. Thing. That's the only reason we have Sanfrew because we don't have anyone else who can play shortstop. I mean, if he's sitting there at a minus zero dot two WAR, I I'm kind of shocked about that. I'll take that any any time of the season, right there. For, for sure, and like average shortstop production, that's I'm fine with that at plus point three zone rating. Yeah, I'm just glad to get up. And this is nothing against him because I know he's going some. He's inactive right now, but Ian Dagon out of the uh, out of the lineup helped a lot. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Wendris, if you end up listening to the podcast, uh, I hope what what you're going through is fine, and we'd welcome you back at any time. We'd love to see you and help you and and see you succeed. We would. Yes, that's what GMs are for. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking, uh, uh, pitching wise, who needs to step up. And I think, I think you both would agree with me is Ovechkin for the second half of the season. Not saying that he hasn't been, uh, you know, pitching out of his mind, but I think if he can get closer to a 500 record, even showing, you know, if he get two more losses sitting at 13 losses and if he bumped that up to like maybe six or eight wins, I think that would help us get into the playoffs. He's just been very unlucky. I think this season. Yeah, it's had some tough breaks over the over the season. Uh, I'd I'd agree with that. I mean, relatively average FIP. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times he's he's had, he's given up five runs, three runs. You know, I'm looking at his his past few starts, and you know, none of them are earned. He's just not getting the defense behind him sometimes. Yeah, and and then even sometimes where he does have a good game, he does have a good game. Then we give up runs after he's out, and he yep. doesn't get the win. <laughs> Such is life. So I, I I apologize to him for that for this for our last game. Yeah, it's tough, man. Yeah, it's tough I mean, to... To, to some extent too. Like I feel like I'm responsible for that partially because my one player's defense is just like barely enough to cut it because I went so contact heavy, you know what I mean? So kind of sorry for that, but I mean, I mean your left field isn't like a very defense heavy position, I wouldn't think. Yeah, so no, I that's exactly why my player's out there. Yeah, although one thing I guess for in terms of defense, we having someone to play second base another person who's kind of gone inactive birdie boogie if you're listening again we'd love to have you and see you succeed man yeah that'd be nice to to add a solid shortstop that could play defense um 
But we do have a solid center fielder who's playing a great defense and also hitting the ball finally, too. Yeah, Powell Schuldner's really come around, especially in this second half. Although they, he did go to the All-Star game, didn't he? I think he did. Yeah, that's correct. Was selected to yeah. the 2054 minor league PB All-Star game, yep. So 65 games, zero errors at center field, uh, plus almost three zone rating. That's what we wanted when we drafted him. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely, we wanted someone to just take over center field and just, and he he invested in uh, in defense and stuff like that. He also is uh, investing in, in hitting. Also, is yeah, hitting almost two ninety one point four WAR. Yeah, the guy's been pretty dang good for us. So, um, let's see what else we got to talk Leading about. The team in stolen bases. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. 20. I don't know. He was that fast. It's that it's that freak archetype, man. I guess so. They're 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 naturally pretty quick. I'm taking offers because my next rebuild is going to be uh, a hitter, <clears throat> and I have no idea how to build a hitter, and I have no idea what the uh, the upgrades, the updates for hitting is, and what you can invest in and stuff. So I'm always down to listen to some some center fielders because that's what I would love to be to build as. I'll tell you a story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> a little range 60 and the arm 43 and maybe a little bit more on the arm, but I mean, if he's going to catch everything, what's the point? Well, if you want to like excel in center field, you really kind of want to get up to like 65, 70 range as far as I can tell. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, finding balance between that and hitting. Is anybody going to slow down the Kansas City Hepcats? We, I would say no, but I feel like I thought the very same thing about them last season. Right. I think it might be the Kingpins here. Also, the Louisville Lemurs are just chilling around there right now. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they're up that high, but you know, cool to see. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um... I guess, well, I guess one thing that I kind of half want to ask Demars is, when what's Anchorage going to be up there again? Anchorage. So here's something funny. So when I joined back into the league, like I'd been the GM there. I played there when it was Alcatraz uh, with my first player, you know, and then. They moved to Anchorage, became the GM there, blah, 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 blah. I was gone forever. I come back, and I sent him a message, and I was like, hey, you know, I used to GM over there and just wanted to reach out, blah, 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 before the miners draft, and they never responded, just ghosted, like, right out of the gate. And, oh. and then I went over wow. and um, talked with the two of you, and I was like, okay, let's go I'll play for the Dillos, like, forget Anchorage, so. Yeah, I was even specific with you in the thing. I was like, uh, do you want to play for the Wheelers? And you're like, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if it happens, it happens. But yeah, I kind of like the fact. I mean, if I'm still co-GMing for the Dillos when I recreate, of course, I'd love to go to the Dillos. But I would also like to go through the the whole thing of being scouted and, you know, 
actually talking to people. There are some people that you talk to when you're scouting. They're like, they don't want to have it. Or like they send yeah. out like a, a card or like, here, these are, these are all the things I have. Do you have any other questions? Kind of, I don't want to hear it kind of thing, but it's just kind of funny to, to actually have like a live conversation with someone. It was super fun too to chip in and do a few, um, like with you guys during the uh, minors draft. So that was fun to be on that side of it too. And when for the majors draft, like with my own player, talking to a bunch of the different teams, I talked to seven different teams uh, nice. before the draft happened. And Did the uh, serpents, sea serpents still have a questionnaire for you? They did not reach out. I, oh. they I, had a... I talked to a bunch of others though. I had the weirdest thing with them. They sent me a questionnaire and I filled it out and they just said, thank you. That was it. <laughs> Never had a questionnaire from any other team. They're, they're like legit about it. I just thought it was kind of funny. Hmm. And I had never something, I had something similar with the apex, I believe, but they like, they never reached out through discord. They just sent me like a JSync message with the questionnaire. Yeah, that's weird, especially a JSync message. I mean, if you have a Discord, that's the main way to, to reach out to someone, I feel. Yeah, Apex was an interesting conversation for me because originally when I joined, so Paz was the one who reached out for Indianapolis Apex, and he was uh, my GM originally in Season 8, and then for a while with his recreate, I was his GM, and then he was my GM again, so we like switched back and forth, but... So that was kind of cool to catch up, and I was curious if they were going to draft me, but then New York snapped me up at 13. Well-deserved. I think, uh, I mean, I had the best conversation with TJ from the Nashville Stars. I thought for sure I was going to go to the Nashville Stars, and I ended up going there. I was drafted 37th overall. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Uh, but luckily, I, I finally got the hang of it, and wrote a big ass uh, article and that kind of made it up for them that they were going to draft me. But I also had Detroit demons like really interested in me too. I had a good conversation with plague and stuff like that. So, uh, but other than that, I think the Seattle serpents and <clears throat> the New York Voyagers, actually, they reached out to me. Um, that was about it though. If you do get called up next season, are you uh, excited about the Voyagers and like the state of their franchise right now? I mean, they have the best oh, yeah. record in, in the Yeah, Voyagers something. was my top pick. Um, just knowing a few people there already, and um, you know their performance can't can't be upset with that ever. So I kind of lucked out there, got to go where I wanted to. Not to say that I wouldn't you know play anywhere, uh, right. but that was just you know that was my my choice, and it was cool that it lined up with what they're trying to do too. Seem to constantly be up there, man. Always making the playoffs. So, and I voted for Frankenstein for cover player TPE too. Yeah, Wait, did, me too. Wait, you guys didn't vote for James Dion <laughs> as the prototype? I did not. <laughs> you guys didn't vote vote for all Seattle with the Aria and Slaseko. I did vote for Aria as as uh, pitcher. I think that's because... pretty well deserved, yeah. I did not vote for Sloth Echo. I voted for actually um I think Frankenstero, actually. May have been my first or second pick, so Yeah, I didn't know 
how far in terms of stats to consider. Like, right. was I was I meant to be considering stats from this season or just from last season? Because just from last season, I would have voted Dustin Johnson. Without a doubt. Uh, that's actually, that was my second. So I voted Frankenstein and then I did Dustin Johnson. I also, again, with the whole retiring and then rebuilding thing and not touching your active, I drafted him in my fantasy league and... I, like I said, I think I might be dead last. Time. I haven't checked my fantasy league. I don't know how you're doing in your Zodiac, but. Uh, last time I checked, I was sitting like seventh or so. <laughs> yep. So, you know. You didn't you didn't touch me, did you? No, because so, someone valued you uh, even higher. Damn, dude, what an idiot. All right, sweet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, season predictions. Uh, where did you uh, – who did you have went in the Miners West and Miners East there, uh, DeMars, before the season? Or did you even have anyone? I didn't really do up a board. I mean, I'm, you know, Dillo, Dillo. Like, I want to win everything and right. forget every other team. <laughs> I, and I honestly, like, I wasn't paying that much close of attention to the other teams just as far as getting my own stuff done and working with our own players and, you know. But no, I left all that to you guys. Yeah, no, real life gets in the way, dude. I get it. This kid is killing me, dude. Um, Zodiac, are your uh, are your season predictions coming true besides the Dillos? I know that we're gonna make a surge, but did you expect these teams in the in the minors to be where they're at right now? I didn't expect it to be this close between all the teams. No, I, I didn't expected either. I expected a couple teams to sort of fall off the wagon and then sort of the Hepcats and the Kingpins were the two main teams, like the two favorites for the, like the playoff buys with the Firehawks kind of mixed in. Uh, but no, I, they're like the Flamingos having 34 wins right now. Didn't expect that. Cause this, this is like their rebuilding year. Right. They lost a bunch of people. And that's what's scary too is that they have so many picks next season. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. Where they got all those. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dak. Um, no, I mean I knew that the East Division was going to be better, uh, but to tell you the truth, it besides the fact that it's so close, there's only four games deciding all five of those teams, which is pure insanity. Um, I feel like the West has a good chance, you know, with Kansas City and California. The one team that has surprised me the most, uh, I would say, is Bruce City Bears staying this close to to the playoff race. I expected them to to be off, but I expected them to be 15 games under probably by now. And uh, they're just sitting there, you know, seven games under, but they're also eight games back and. Uh, I mean, they're three games back of making the playoffs, and I know we're four, but I did not expect the Bruce City Bears to be like that. So, props to those dudes. Yeah, that's going pretty pretty well. They're only one in front of us, it looks like, in Anchorage. I mean, we're still very much in it. It's we've had a we had particularly early on some rough sims, but we've been having over five hundred sims for a while, so we just keep that up. I mean, there's enough season left. I think we could 
We're definitely still in contention. Oh, definitely. I have hope yeah. for sure. Uh, what about season predictions in the majors right now? How are those folding up? That's what I was just pulling up, actually. Um, you know, I did not expect, uh, you know, I did expect, sorry. I didn't expect New Orleans to be this good, but I did expect them to be in a dogfight with the Seattle Sea Serpents. Um, to see them at 42 and 24 is kind of a surprise to me. And uh, I knew the Voyagers were going to be that good. Um, and I knew the Crabs were going to stay take a step back. I did not expect them to be that bad, I guess. Um, but I did have the Outer Bank Aviators finish second behind the New York Voyagers in that uh, in that conference. So you want to know something funny? I so. had that in my first iteration of season predictions. I resubmitted it. I changed it so that the crabs would be second. And I'm right now I'm kicking myself. At the end of the season it might be different, but right now it's what was I thinking? You always have to keep it, man. Always keep the original. Oh, uh, one thing I didn't expect, and this is probably just off of today's sim because Detroit Demons had a horrible sim today. I didn't expect them to be two games under five hundred. I thought they were I actually had them winning. Uh, the Champions East, don't tell any of the Nashville stars. I had them winning and us finished second, but still making the playoffs like last year. But you said Detroit? Uh, yep, the Detroit Demons. They're two games under 500 right now, sitting at 32 34. You went eighth for the last 10. Jeez. At yeah, Nashville on that one for sure. That's gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you I, have in the West? I, I also. Champions or Legends? Uh, Champions, sorry. Champions West? I don't remember. Yeah. Go ahead, Zodiac. What were you going to say? Yeah. I, I was going to say I also had the I had the Demons close, but getting second behind the Stars. Didn't expect them to be nine games back behind the Space Rangers. Yeah, I didn't expect that at all. Especially the Space Rangers starting off 0-7, not winning anything. The first sim... And then they've just been clawing back kind of slowly. Dude, can we go back to when the Toros were 2-1? and one? That was fun. <laughs> and then get swept by the Stars? We can, we can stop before then. Okay, all right, all right. I just love just clicking on them. 10-56, and 56, 32 games back. I mean, they're technically still in it, so there is that. That's true. We can call everyone up right now and win, right? Mm -hmm. Right? I expected the Maui Makos to make a push. They definitely have not. They have actually regret that digressed a lot. Uh, I expected Boise to finish dead last in that league, in that uh, division. And um, I had the Sloths, I think, edging out the Vandals. But I don't see the Vandals giving up that first place spot. I think they're going to they're run away with it after a while. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with the slots. I feel like they should be a lot better of a team than they are. When was the yeah. last time they didn't make the playoffs, though? That's been a very long time. I would be reluctant to time. count them out of anything just for that reason. I mean, it's always fine away. I still think they're going to do damage in the playoffs, but I still I just think the Vandals are kind of strong right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. 
besides having Scud as their pitcher, I mean, that's just an embarrassment. So, oh, by the way, this is the uh, Scud Hate podcast also. So we don't like Scud. We just talk crap about him all the time. I, I don't know Scud. No, neither do I. <laughs> I just hate it. We just hate on the men. We don't even know him. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say the biggest surprise is the Aviators, and I might have did biggest to- disappointment. I mean, you can't say the Toros. Don't you can't say the Toros would be the Maui Makos. So, no, the yeah. Toros. We still expected this season to be last. So, yeah, exactly. I, w- I Makos. I wouldn't say it's disappointing to see us where we are. It's just, you know, one more to the pile before we can start being somewhat competitive again. I would say Makos and the Crabs. I mean, to be in World Series and then be 31-35. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty surprising, right? Yeah. Um, Casino news. Any updates from the casino there, Zodiac? Um, It's pretty quiet, hasn't it? It it has been a little quiet. I think uh, the new casino head has been going through some real life stuff, so haven't been really as many games this season as there have been in previous seasons. Yeah, I but still Jeff... stock market though. Yeah, I that, still have that touched brought that. in like a some ridiculous amount of money. Did it? It's like some multi-billion number of dollars <laughs> let me see if i let me see if i can find the number i still have not invested a dime in it i haven't either i was kind of looking at it and it was i don't know I uh, it's but... just it's confusing it's not like it's confusing to me it's just i don't i don't want to do the research and kind of just all right i'm throwing all my money at this thing yeah, i don't, I don't want to lose my ass like I have $36 million, which is, you know, enough to sit around and do nothing for a season, but. Yeah, I've been sitting there for like four or five seasons, been sitting around 30 to 40 million. So it all goes downhill after buying the Hall of Fame equipment. <laughs> yeah, really. Is your player yeah. max to Mars? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, good. I think. Uh, didn't you and Josh both hit the minor league cap this past week? Yep, yep, last week. He's got nine nine TPE on me total, um, but we've been right there forever since inception, I guess. So we got – is Ovechkin maxed? Uh, no, he's still, he's still a bit away because he was a waiver pickup. Oh, right, right, right. And then Jake is – Mitchell's about at 200 or so. So we got three guys maxed. Not bad. Not bad yeah. at all. And that and that number on the uh stock market in total, including uh what we took in last season, five point eight five million was invested in stocks over these two seasons. Jesus Christ. Is that billion for the B? Yes, billion. Wow. <laughs> PBE there, money, there, man. There, there are people with a lot of PBE money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine like um, LBG, like how much he's got sitting on. I mean, it's always been a lot, even when I left before. I think it was uh, Schoolboy Shuey. I saw 
he had something like 200 million he was throwing out there and he was throwing out all bets and stuff like that it'd be nice to just throw out bets for no reason like hey you want five million i'll i'll bet that you hit under 350 or something like that i would love to do that but i just don't have the time to do that well the game that a uh, double dub came out or came up with the odds for for the casino for this week uh those ended up being two to one odds to try and generate some more casino activity uh-huh. i put max bet on every single one of the past ball and wild pitch unders because I felt like two and a half was a pretty high bar for that. I I agree. I can't believe how many box have happened this freaking season also. But the pass ball thing is, is for real, especially in the minors. I mm. bet I bet uh when I'm uh when they're doing the predictions on, on stuff and I see you betting like ten thousand because you're you're crazy. Um, oh, I don't I don't even do the I don't even like submit my channel points anymore I, yeah i saw how much are you sitting at uh like forty-five thousand or so <laughs> i just got four million sitting in my pocket right now that i don't have actually in my bank i think i have like eight thousand and once i get the 10 i'm gonna go ahead and, and do it because money's money but yeah i was seeing you bet today and you threw down like five thousand on on something and I, I went behind you and betted an extra two thousand we ended up winning or something. Yeah. That's a good way to do it, just the follow bet. Yep. I only did uh, like one while I was logged in. So I have like thirteen hundred channel points. I was like, oh cool. It's a cool way, but it I'll also takes it takes forever sometimes, especially when you get up there and you're like, I'm gonna bet it all and then you lose, you're like, well shit. Back to square I mean, well shoot. Don't swear. This is a family place, all right, you guys? But when you win, though, yeah, this is a family place, and we're talking about gambling. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to talk about your live quotes that I messaged in my um, in my media piece that I did a couple weeks back about how you were the greatest GM, how you said that to ever live. Uh, you said also, I quote, I piss excellence. Uh, can you go ahead and elaborate on that? Uh, I actually modeled that quote after uh, my personal hero, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. What an ad. Uh, our last draft, I, I do like the Patey draft. Patey is an all-star. He's been yes. money. But uh, to add double-dub Wayne Wheeler has been uh, a nice fresh of breath air. All those articles, too. You guys reading all those? Oh yeah, yeah. What I a, keep looking back day. at the draft. Sorry, go ahead. No, that was all I said. What a great pick. Yeah, I'm. I keep looking back at the draft, and I just wonder how the hell did he fall to us in the second round? I I don't know, man. I was hoping to get him um, at ten, but I knew that we needed that center field. You know, I knew we needed Pele for to run the outfield and stuff like that, and I thought for sure. Uh, he was going to be gone by 13 and 14. But once he dropped to 13, once we got to 13, I'm like, I don't care who we draft. I just know we're going to get Wayne Wheeler and we're going to get Anthony Simmons. I I was just excited to that. But yeah, his his articles and stuff and, and how he's he got a job 
within a couple of days after we drafted him in the PB. And then uh, also uh, his, he's writing our articles for us uh, and then posting them on the uh, OOTP forum. And uh, I mean, what a great writer, but also just uh, I love his enthusiasm and how he wants to dive, you know, dig deep into the Dillos history or even the, the league history and stuff. It's just kind of fun to, to read up on. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of reminded, so like not to, you know, kind of date myself, but a million years ago in the Miners draft, I drafted Joey Slothface and it was a lot of the same. I see a lot of the same stuff. So, I mean, you could be looking at a future Hall of Famer in double dub. That's pretty sweet, dude. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I've gotten no doubt he's going to succeed wherever he ends up in this draft. Yeah, he ain't going to the Toros. He could. (laughs) I know he could. They're going to have I'll, first overall. I mean, he we, <laughs> whoever the hell we want. <laughs> That's true. Um, God, I guess I'll take uh, – what, what do you got for draft order here, I guess? That's one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about too is uh, the majors drafts coming up. I know we don't really know much about the minors yet because none of the players are, are given to us, but who do you think's going major-wise? Like, what do you – who do you have at the top from uh, minors? I can't say because I'm in the war room and we're going to have the first pick. I, I guess you're right, but who's so what do you kinda, guys think? who's kind of surprised you <clears throat> this year, uh, rookie wise? Right off, right out of the gate, it was Wheeler. I mean, from week to week, he doesn't surprise now, you know, because you know that he's producing at such a high level. Uh, but right off of the gate, yeah, what a steal! Like in, coming into later rounds, and I know in the war room that the three of us had talked about him pretty extensively, like as an option. But to to be able to capitalize on that, I mean, other you know all the pro teams have to see that as well, just like the quality and, and amount of content that he's producing. Yeah, and I was uh, looking at a couple guys that we passed on and stuff and I see their seasons panning out. Um, yeah, I don't have any regrets about our, uh, about our draft this last season at all, man. I think we did it perfectly and yeah, just to get all those guys to drop to us. Uh, even, even Ian Dagon, you know, at the, our last pick, I still felt like that was the right pick to go with. And he was active at the time and, I mean, if he does come back, it's going to be even more of a steal. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel like he's kind of a victim of circumstance. He, I I feel like he was really prepared to join the PBE and do it right, and then he he had some personal issues come up. Yeah, just some bad luck. So, oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. Hopefully, it's yeah, we got some pers- the, the channels that we talk to each player, and we've tried to reach out to him, and he always gets back to us it's kind of nice but he's just going through some stuff and, I, and he has an injury and stuff this, that needs his his full attention so maybe maybe in next season maybe in a couple seasons he'll be back but i don't know either yeah. way it's it's been fun so and yeah, nothing from real, tommy Olson. real life coming first oh yeah definitely that's for anyone i would tell them uh yeah anything like, from like, tommy Olson? Know. Uh, haven't really heard much from since week one. Again, would love to have you back. All right. 
but yeah, I think with the benefit of hindsight, maybe we could have swapped one of our starting pitcher picks for someone who would invest in defense and play, play like be around and play like more solid defense. But I mean, otherwise, I think it was a perfect draft. I don't, I don't regret any of our picks, but it, no. it just it would have been nice to get more solid defense. Well, I mean, something to to add to the questionnaire or something is just straight up be, you know, hey, we need a defender, a shortstop defender. You know, Demars is going to be back. We're going to bank on that. <laughs> He's going to run left field. We're going to be just so. fine. <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll completely bank on that, one hundred percent. Exactly. So, well, that's all I have uh, to bring up. Do you guys got anything else to talk about? No, that was the last thing on my list. Was talk about how great uh, Wayne Wheeler is. So it looks like we covered that. Oh gosh, he's gonna listen to this. He's gonna blush. He's gonna be like, oh yeah. thank God. Ugh. No, I mean the the whole class is great. I just you know. Yeah. On specifically. Wheeler's not that special, let's be honest. I think Patey's the goat. I said it. Patey's got a little more great Patey's got a little more it's TPE and he's performing a little better. Yeah. And he's the <laughs> more established player in the league. All right. And he's got arguably a more dominant archetype. And maybe slightly better pitch selection. Other than looking, that, I love double dub. I'm I was looking, looking at side it. by side. Oh, are you? You could do that. Well, flipping back and forth. Oh, I got you. The, the file. Window to window, yeah. They're close. I know Wayne yeah. Wheeler definitely does not like walking people. I think his walks are. Oh, no. Patey has less walks than him. 1.3 war. All, 1.2 all four war. of the starters, Ooh. actually very similar even that's why we're so excited about next year because once they have their almost max ppe and you got four starters that are almost max or maxed yeah max next year i'm sure that's going to be a scary team if you're if your pitching staff is is maxed like that that's why i want to play here again next season but i mean again that's not up to me all right Uh, well, let's see. We've got we've got about five minutes left uh, before we hit the hour. So, uh, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, just the triple crown that Demars is going to win. Going to chase after it. It's been a heck of a season so far. Goodness. Yeah, the sixty-four contact. You don't have anything in gap, and you took stuff off of defense. How dare you? No, I actually don't blame you. When you told us that you were going to do that, I was all for it. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah. especially moving the left field where it's not as important. Yeah, yeah, it was 20 points, and I was like, I'm staying afloat on defense, and that could make a difference um, down the stretch. So I was like, and I wanted to you know, chase a really good season. That's a good way to do it is to really – um, focus think, on hitting that much more. Yeah, I mean, if it does happen again, we had uh, Cali Alvarez, Uzi, the username Uzi, uh, two years ago, two seasons ago, win uh, a Dillo MVP. And uh, if we can get two in three years, I mean, that's pretty special, I would say. I know that we 
have been away from the playoffs, but to get to get two MVPs in three seasons is pretty freaking awesome. So I'm I'm pulling for you, and you're, I mean, your amazing WAR is sitting at three point seven already. You're definitely going to be above four, so that's an incredible season. Yeah, short of a complete and utter breakdown, which leading the whole league in contact rating, I don't think it's going to happen. Probably come down to earth a little bit. I don't know how realistic it is to expect to hit in the three sixties for an entire season, but you know what I mean. Three sixty-six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you end with a oh an OPS of one or higher, that that'd be good for like top eight all time for single season. You're slugging six oh nine, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild right now. And it's kind of funny because my build is at contact, but I mean, the cap on it is 65 for power, and that's what I hit last week right before the home run derby. So there it is. Well, like I said, a little luck because uh, oh, sure. I'm, I'm looking at Jingle Hammersmith, and he has close to the same build. I mean, but he's also tearing it up. But Jesus, man, I mean, that's where you want to build. That's how you want to build a a left fielder, right fielder ish, kind of like what you're going for. So I don't blame you at all. Yeah. I'm this absolutely. Like Sorry, go ahead. I'm absolutely noting down the builds of like some of the best minor leaguers to ever do it. Like Dion, Alvarez, DeMars. Yep. I've, I've been taking mental notes and also uh, pitching wise in the majors who's been tearing it up and stuff. I've been kind of following what they want to do and because I don't know if I'm going to move to a starter next season or not for the Nashville Stars, but it's looking like I'm going to stay a reliever. But, yeah, I've I've been kind of hoping to to become a starter and to, to build my, my player off of, like, uh, you know, Hummus Gods, Alexander Benjamin or or even. Oh, you're, you're basing your build off of Hummuses, huh? Okay. Well, I was looking at it, all right. <laughs> Other than that, I was looking at Ragnarok, but man, he's getting blown apart playing for the for the Space Rangers ever since he moved from the Sea Serpents. Yeah, I I, I knew he was struggling, but I don't know exactly how bad. Uh, I mean, he has a two dot one WAR, but he's sitting at four and nine with a four dot seven one ERA. Ooh. Yeah, that's. It's he, like ever since I mean, he left. He was like the. He was like the counterpart to Arya in Seattle, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was thirteen and seven. This was his last season in Seattle. Was thirteen and seven, two dot four two four two ERA. He had two hundred and six Ks, and fifty three walks. And then uh, he went to Lunar Base and finished seven and twelve with a five point one two ERA the following season. Yeah, ERA more than doubled when he hit Lunar Base. I mean, that could be like you've said in the past, Zodiac defensively, or you know, clearly Seattle's a better team than Lunar Base. They're going, they were going through a kind of a rebuild at that time, and now they're kind of ready to compete now. But even competing wise. He's still sitting second highest ERA of his career season wise. Yeah, I mean it seems like it's going better than last season though. Definitely is. Last season he had a four two eight ERA, which or uh four two eight uh FIP. Yeah. 
It must feel nice to be an all-star, you guys. You'll get there. That's all uh, I wanted. My first player went seven times. This is the league. What didn't have this many people though back then, so it was easier to make it into the all stars. But yeah, Jesus, you don't have to rub it in, dude. No, I was gonna. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna run out of fingers to count on. So. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting uh, as my who's hot, who's not, and I'm under who's not Bazooka Joe. My last twelve games with an eight dot eight zero ERA. <laughs> Jeez, it's not for long though. I hope so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, soon it might be double digits. Sorry. It's <laughs> true. This is true. When will you suggest uh, adding a fourth pitch there to Mars? Or did you ever add a fourth pitch to your guy? To my guy I never did. But see, I only hit 700 TPE on my oh. Yeah, so he was like, I had that fastball going and maxed out velocity just for the fun of it. Because if I, I remember do, right, yeah. when I first did it, there hadn't been 100 mile an hour pitchers, and that was like the first time you could. So I was like, well, I want to do that. Yeah, that sounds fun, right? Exactly. That's why that I seems, did that, it. That seems to be what you want as a flamethrower because you can get it that high. And yeah. It, yeah. it can affect so much once you get uh, it up. Yeah, like I said in the past, when I was in, when I was playing for the Dillos, and I was absolutely garbage through uh, a season and a half. I had like a plus five ERA out of the pen. I was the main closer and all that, and I just was not good. But once I hit 100 miles per hour, I got max velocity. I became unstoppable. I just, I had like a two dot something ERA. I had a heck of a season um, after I, I maxed out. That's what I would suggest any flamethrower to do is just go straight for velocity and then probably, you know, movement control, but it's definitely something to go off of but it's an easy build too so yeah exactly like when i did it, it was just kind of for fun i didn't think it would or know if it would work at all or anything but yeah it, it did apparently it's just really easy to be a relief pitcher in the pb at least updating wise so yeah, i was kind of surprised to kept getting innings after i you know went inactive at you know 700 or whatever it was tve I mean, hey, a 700 TPE relief pitcher ain't bad. So I take that any day of the week. So we take any pitchers at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. We're going out to the, we're going out on the street. Hey, can you throw a baseball? In in Cancun. Yeah. Hey, I know you're here for vacation. You guys want to play a baseball game today? Well, again, Demars, I appreciate you joining the, the Dillo Den, and you're more than welcome to join anytime if you want some extra money or just want to talk about. Uh, well, I mean, if you do win the MVP, we would love to have you back on here to talk about it. If you don't, then screw off. We don't ever want to talk <laughs> yeah, to you then, again. Then I'm dead <laughs> you're dead to us. But if you do come back, we would love to have you back. We're going to sweet talk the Voyagers, but I uh, really appreciate you joining. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. I'll definitely be on again. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're yeah. having a league job or anything, I'll just get on and shoot the breeze since it's a family podcast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Any last words, Zodiac? Uh, yeah, it was great having you on. And maybe if the schedules align, because, you know, he's in Australia and everything, maybe we could have DeMars and Wayne Wheeler on at the same time. 
Maybe. I was we like, definitely... well, I'm not Australian. Oh, right. Yeah, we learned. Yeah, we had to get on it. Well, luckily, I think we, we get on at like 7 o'clock, 7.30, kind of a little earlier at the night, but it was like 2 o'clock in the afternoon for him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Didn't you guys for the uh, rookie podcast that you guys do, didn't you have to wake up at like 6 a.m.? Uh, we woke him up a little earlier than that, I think. <laughs> so like, like five or six. Nope. Not worth it, dude. I didn't do that yeah, for you guys. That's commitment. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's two Australians we've had. Callie Alvarez is also Australian. I didn't know that. Yep. He lives in Australia. I don't know where. I might have to ask him. But, uh, yeah, I know that uh, Double Dub lives in uh, Brisbane. So. All right. Well, I'm going to log off. Uh, we'll go from there. All right. All right. All right Thanks for coming on.
Thanks for listening. If you are not yet a member of PBE and would like to learn more, visit us online at www.probaseballexperience.jcink.net.